Welcome back, Lumberjack fans. Y'all. Seg- segment two of our recording session tonight. Um, not gonna be Ooh. not gonna be as pleasant uh, round two, but oh oh, it is going to be an actual bloodbath. Um, I'm just gonna be honest with you guys, and I'm Jacqueline's gonna echo this. Like we're not gonna mince words here. Like we mentioned um, in the previous podcast, we wouldn't. I mean. We're going to be as honest and as real with you guys as possible. I mean, this game, we could have easily won this game, and we just honestly shot the bed. So, but we'll get into that in a minute. Because at first, we're going to talk about some fun things. Yeah. So right, we, Jacqueline? Yes. Right. So we took another little road trip, second one for the week. Uh, and I was telling Alex, I have been the laziest piece of shit today, and I think th- this was like... <laughs> Two road trips in one week after, you know, a few weeks of coming off of having COVID. And I I think my energy level is just still not completely back to normal because I literally, like, laid in my bed all day today and, like, took a nap in the middle of the day and just... I was wiped out, man, from this week. But, uh... Well, it was was a long day. It was a long week. I mean, we took the two-hour road trip in the middle of the week to, to Natchitoches, came back the same night, and then had a few days, and then... Well, I mean, you've you've done a lot of driving, though. You've done way more driving than me because you had to drive from Tyler to Knack on Wednesday. Then you drove from Knack to Natchitoches and then back to Knack and then back up to Tyler in the same night. And then you had Thursday. And then Friday afternoon slash night, you came down from Tyler to Knack. And then we we left and drove to Lamar to Beaumont the the next day, which I mean I drove, but I mean still you were in the car, you still had to drive yeah. to Mac. You you do, you do a lot of driving, girl. And not to mention, I got up and did my six mile run Saturday morning before we got started on this little adventure. Yeah, um, and then you drove back to Tyler after we got back last night to Mac. So I mean, yep. You've 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 uh, put some miles on the road, miles in the car, and miles on the old body. Yeah, it was. It's it's been a long week. Give yourself week. a break. But so we took yeah. we took another little road trip uh, to Beaumont. So, um, mm-hmm. like we've mentioned <clears throat> before on some of our ep- episodes, uh, our friend Matt, who um, used to be with K L no K E T K, um, now so he's an alumni of Lamar and has now moved back. That's where he's from. Is Beaumont has moved back and is going back to school there. So anyhow, we took along our friend Joey and we met up with Matt. Um, had lunch, lovely little lunch at Pine Tree Lodge in LaBelle, which is like right outside of Beaumont, um, which is a really cool little yeah. spot. Well, I say little, it's really not little. It's like a pretty huge, uh, venue and they have a ton of outdoor seating on a like patio type setup right there on the, on the marsh or the bayou or whatever you call it. I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know exactly specifically what body of water it is. I just know that it was next to a body of water, um, in the bayou slash the marsh area. Um, but people were out boating and jet skiing and it's one of those places that's, I mean, I love places like that. This is why I love like being by the water. Like I love, I love the mountains and stuff, but I also really love the water because I love the fact that you could, like, it sits right by the water, and you could literally, like, like pull your freaking jet ski or, like, boat up and dock it and then go walk and sit and have drinks and have food right by the water. Like, I love stuff like that. It just, I don't know why. It just makes me happy. But, yeah, we had a fun little lunch there. I mean, it was windy as all get out. Our it's hair very looked windy. like we just went through a damn hurricane. <laughs> um, but it was good. We had a good drink. Uh, I had what they call a a triple x limeade let's just say it's basically like a cherry limeade from sonic but like times a triple x um you know definitely a lot more alcoholic and it kind of reminded me of what i used to do and this is why i got it because it was kind of nostalgic this is what i used to do in college for baseball season we would go to sonic and get sonic limeades and then go and put like vodka in our sonic cup and then go out to the baseball fields and, like, watch baseball games with our Sonic cups full of cherry limeade and uh, vodka. So, uh, cheers to that. Yeah, we, we needed multiple of those before we got started on this um, game. But we didn't know. Little, little did we know. We didn't know. Little did we know. We did not know. And as soon as we got to the game, we 
uh, well, of course it was the girls game, but you know, we were having a couple drinks and stuff. And of course I was driving, so I was responsible and I only had one throughout the whole entire four hour uh, <laughs> game, the girls and guys, I wish I could have had more, but, yeah. um, cause but, I needed yeah. it. But first let's talk about our food. Cause that was one of the only yeah. fine points of yeah, the day. Let's talk about the, yeah. so. well, one of the high points. Little yeah. did we know. But um so per usual they had there were crab cakes on the menu, so you know that's what I ordered. Um, again, that's two in a row, crab yeah. cake. So I had crab cakes, uh they had boudin balls and I love some boudin, so I got the boudin, boudin balls. Great. Uh they had mac and cheese, which I'm like very picky about my mac and cheese and I I like Same. I like some fancy, nice mac and cheese. I don't want just like boxed shit, but uh but their their mac and cheese was pretty decent. Um, okay, good. Yeah. You know, it had a, it had a creamy sauce that had some Tonys in there. They had sprinkled some little breadcrumbs on top. Um, so it was good. Yeah. It looked very good. And I'm a big fan of like mac and fancy mac and cheese like that. You know, like you said, not just like, again, nothing wrong with Velveeta out of the box, but when I go to a restaurant, that's not necessarily what I want. Um, so it looked good. I did have a taste of her boudin ball. It was pretty darn good. I, I do love me some good boudin balls. Uh, I had uh, appetizer. I got gator bites. Anytime I see gator bites on a menu, I'm going to order gator bites. I love gator. Gator is one of one of the few uh, water animals that I will eat. I'm not a big fish eater. Um, I just, I'm not a big fan. Of, I know this probably is not going to go over well with a lot of people. <laughs> I just, I'm just not a big fan of fish, the way it smells. There's only certain things. I will eat, like, I'm a big crustacean person. Like, I love, like, the scrimps. I love crawfish. I love, uh, like, lobster, stuff like that. Like, crab, I'll eat every once in a while if it's, like, you know, um, you know, not crab by itself. But if it's, like, a crab cake or if it's, like, crab in um, some sort of, like, food or, like, a crab rangoon or something. Um, and I love tuna. Like, not tuna. I'm sorry. That was stupid. Uh, swordfish. I'll eat swordfish. And uh, I do love gator. I love gator. I think it's so good. Um, anywho, so I had gator bites, and then I had, like, some kind of breaded spicy wings, which those weren't, like, the best, and I should have listened to Matt. <laughs> Literally, I was ordering the wings, and he's like, I wish I would have said what I was having before I was ordering them because I didn't want to be a dick and be like, no, I don't want the wings right after I ordered the wings. Um, but he was like, no, don't order them. I've had them before and they're not the best. And there's not really a lot of meat on them. And da, da, da. I was like, well, it's all right. Like whatever. Yeah. He there did, was not a lot of, he did tell you that after the fact though, after they had already been, he ordered. was literally like after I ordered, so. he was like shaking his head like, no, no, no. And I was like, well, how was I supposed to know? I mean, like I've never been here before in my life. Like how am I supposed yeah. to know how the wings are? Um, Anyway, because, I mean, again, I'm trying to do, like, low-carb food, and wings is one of those things that's definitely usually pretty low-carb, but, um, yeah, they weren't the best, but I ate them anyway because I was so fucking hungry, so I didn't care at that point. We um, were very hungry by the time we got very there. Very hungry. Hadn't eaten the whole day, so I was starving. Um, and then I think that was it food-wise for our on our end. Um, I think Matt had – what are those things called he had? It was called like a pistolet or something. That's it. Yeah, it had like crawfish like, on it yeah. and like it was like bread, bread with like crawfish and some kind of sauce, whatever. It, I don't like crawfish, but it looked good if you like crawfish. Um, yeah, pistolet. Yeah, and then Joey. Yeah, crawfish pistolet. Joey had like a Cajun Alfredo something pasta. with shrimp, shrimp on top. Pasta. Yeah. Yeah. So a pistolet is either is either of two bread-based dishes in Louisiana. One is stuffed and fried bread roll in the Cajun areas around Lafayette. The other is a type of submarine-shaped bread about half the size. Okay, yeah, so it was a, is the fried, stuffed fried bread thing. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if you like crawfish, it looked good. I don't I do not do crawfish, but. I, I love crawfish, so that, yeah, it did look good. I should have, well, again, I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. But it's okay. I would totally go yeah. back and just maybe order something different. But, um, but it was a neat. It yeah. was a neat little spot. It really was. Um, totally cool little spot. Highly recommend, especially if you're just looking for like a cool like local place um, in Beaumont. Again, it's called uh, Pine Tree Lodge in LaBelle. It's kind of again off like the beaten path, but definitely cool little atmosphere. It's definitely like known as like probably like more of like a 
a local place slash like biker bar um yeah because there was a lot of bikers there but again super cool they had cool drinks our wait our waitress's name was shorty um she had purple she hair cool. she, had, she had purple hair which yeah. was i thought a good omen yeah um, well <laughs> not so much and she had like mardi gras styled uh, uh nails on so i was like okay shorty you better go anyway so that was our that was our pre-game yeah, that was that was the best start. Okay, so history and background here with Lamar. Um, our matchup history: we have 19 wins and 15 losses going to that game. Our largest margin of victory was 79 to 43 in 2013. Uh, the smallest margin of victory was 73 to 72 in 2007. Um, so just remember this when we get to our our game breakdown. Our matchup earlier this season, we beat them in even 30 points. 102 to 72. Um, um, wild. So currently, or going into that game, they were 5 and 17 overall and 3 and 10 in conference, y'all. Uh, so they had won to Louisiana Monroe, Southeastern Louisiana, Houston Baptist, McNeese, and Incarnate Word. Um, their losses were to U of H, Tulane, Lipscomb, Air Force, Southern Mississippi, La Tech, UT San Antonio, Abilene Christian twice, Nichols twice, Sam Houston twice. Uh, we had beat them, UIW, Houston Baptist, and Texas A&M, Corpus Christi all beat them. Um, we were back to mm-hmm. our, our normal cast of characters on starters, uh, with Gavin, David, Rotti, Calvin, and Cam. The uh, posted attendance was 1,112. We lost in double overtime, 88 to 83. So, very first overtime game we've had this season, and we go to double OT. It was absolute dog shit. Let's just say that. Um, Here's my thing, and this is what I'll say before you go on and start talking about... Well, you're going to give the standings next. I know, but I was going to say before you start talking about okay. the stats and stuff. We had two opportunities to win that game. Two opportunities or more. That's all I'm saying. And then I'll let me talk about the standings. I, I, it was just upsetting. So, things have shaken up a bit, obviously, due to people losing and other people winning. Shocker. So... In first place, with a total conference 12 and 2, 15 and 6 overall, is the freaking Nichols Colonels. Which is complete dog shit because they haven't played us or Sam. But I digress. ACU. Oh, ACU. That's right. I always mess that up. It's okay. I do too. Dog shit. Absolute and utter stupidity. You mean to tell me that the team that is number one in the league at the moment, at the moment, um, is number one and could potentially win the Southland Conference without playing two of the three top teams in the damn league? Wild. Talk about just sneaking by by the skin of your chinny chin chin. Shitty. ACU and Sam Houston are both tied at 11 and 2, and then you have us fourth place at 10 and 2. <sighs> then you have Northwestern actually right behind us at eight and five, UIW five and six, NOLA five and seven, Southeastern five and eight, McNeese four and eight, Lamar four and ten. I wish you could see our faces right now. I really would. I I really wish this like <laughs> that we could always post and record these, which we should start anyway. But like, absolutely ridiculous. Houston Baptist three and nine, Central Arkansas three and ten, and Corpus Christi one and eleven. Um, and that is the Southland standings. And I'm so glad we only have three more games left in this shitty ass conference. Signed, sealed, delivered. I'm not yours. Okay, Sean Kennedy's stat section. Um, and actually, some of the stats are really not that bad. However, I do want to say, before we get started down this road of stats, now, of course, the percentages are, are going to be, you know, percentage, like the the consistency of the percentages is the same because it's a percentage, but the 
The stat lines that are actual numbers, you have to bear in mind that we had an extra 10 minutes of playing time. Like we Correct. had, this is over 50 minutes, not just 40. So like some of them might yeah. sound better than they were in reality because these numbers are not off of just 40 minutes of playing time. They're off 50 minutes of playing time. Right. So I will say before you start, totally uh, the game was uh, 250 minutes. So again, take that into consideration visually as you're thinking of this. Usually games are about like what, 200 minutes? It's usually like right about two hours, I feel like. Yeah. So I guess at the North at the Northwestern game, uh, it was 200 minutes and that's about, I guess, average typical. Uh, so like, this is an extra 50 minutes of play time, technically. I don't know how, but whatever, which makes no sense. Typically, whatever. Anyway, we played for 10 extra minutes, but it's 250 minutes. I don't even know. Okay, go ahead. So field goal percentage, um, overall is 44.4. Not not terrible. Our three-point percentage was actually probably one of the highest we've had this season at 58.3. Yeah, um, that, that one. And our free throw percentage was good at 90.9. That's probably the highest we've had all season. Um, <laughs> points yeah. in the – okay, so here's where the, you know, discrepancies come into play that I'm just reminding you of how, how long we were actually playing. So points in the paint, 38, which might not sound just totally shitty, but – we had an extra 10 minutes of playing time, and that's still all we had. Um, points off of turnovers, we had 24. Second chance points, 15. Fast break points, 12. Uh, bench points, 17. Um, total rebounds, 39, which, again, that's about average for 40 minutes playing time, but this was 50. Uh, we only had 11 offensive boards, and we had 28 defensive boards. Um, we had 19 fouls, which actually isn't – horrendous considering we played 50 minutes um no 22 turnovers 19 forced turnovers so of course anytime we have more turnovers than we forced it's not a good omen uh 10 steals and five blocks um so our game leader was Rotti with 24 points three rebounds five assists and three steals uh we had Gavin with 18 points 17 rebounds that's an insane stat. That's probably That's the most lot. of anyone this entire season. Ab- it absolutely is, because I know that's the most he's had. Um, three assists and three blocks. Uh, Nigel, again, had a strong game, 14 points, three rebounds, one assist, and one steal. He did. And I would like to make one small addition to the stat lines. Again, just to show, if you weren't watching or paying attention to this game, how wild it was. The score was tied 14 times. The lead changed 12 times throughout this game. It was so back and forth and so, I mean, but again, I'm not surprised at this because, and I know Jacqueline's going to talk about it. I'll, I'll mention it again. Anytime we play Lamar at Lamar, they play us so fucking hard. It's not even funny. It's just not even funny. It's, they could be the worst in the league, yeah. and they would fucking – they could kick our ass. Like, they're going to play their best game of the season against us. Every time. Every, every time. Every time. And that's just how they are. And good on them. For, I mean, you know what? Good on them. Good on them. I, I, I can't be mad. I'm not mad at them because they fucking – they – Anyway, can you you start because I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna go off in a minute because I'm still drinking my wine. I'm getting real sassy in my sassy pants. I mean, I'm not even I'm not even drinking now, but I I did drink during the game. Thank God, um, it still was not enough. She was, and she was getting very 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 loud. Not even very close to enough. And very sassy. Um, and I was honestly cracking up. She which, was cracking. Me yeah, up. I will say last general note before we. Before we start on the game breakdown. Um, so I had... And you have to remember, this was a doubleheader. And the game went into double overtime. So, we like, we were there for a long time. Because we got there before 2. Because the girls game started at 2. Uh, and mm-hmm. what was it, like, 8.30 when we finally left? Yeah. At least, at, at least that time. I mean, so we were there for a good six hours. I mean, we were there for like. some time. So, like, just yeah. bear that in mind. 
Um, right. I had, um, I had three. Little, other, other note, the girls whooped that ass. Yeah. So that was good. They yeah. did. Um, I had three drinks, which over the however many hours we were there was not even close to enough. Not even close to enough. Um, those were tall boy white claws. Those they were not the small. They were tall ones, but still it wasn't enough. But one funny note was, because they had, like, one little concession stand that I kept going to, which at least they did take card, unlike Northwestern. Um, But it it was the same same gal waiting on me every time. And so then when I I came for my third one, she's like, you aren't driving yourself home, are you? And I, I really wanted to, I'm like, look. Thanks for looking out, but first of all, like it's it's gonna take more than three white claws to like put me on my ass. Not that I was dry, I wouldn't I would be responsible, but like thank you for looking out, but I'm good. I'm along for the ride today, and I need twice as many as what you've given me to endure this game. Um, also, mind your business. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like. Me. Thanks for looking out, but no, I am not driving, and I really need something with higher alcohol content to stomach this game. Um, So here we go. (laughs) My feats of strength, my starting five. I'll start out with my first one, which actually should be, well, okay, so it was was a nice little outing with Joey and Matt. You know, we had great food before. It was a great atmosphere at the... At the restaurant, like we said, so it was it was just a fun little day trip, um, and, and this could really kind of be a grievance because I tweeted about it after the game, like as a grievance. But I, I wasted like a really cute outfit <laughs> on that game, and I was a little disappointed with that. But my outfit was on point, so your outfit was on point, and I necessarily didn't even mean to kind of like uh, to match you in the shirt. I know. What, but it was just a happy coincidence because I, I saw that you were wearing a, a graphic SFA t-shirt. I really didn't catch that it was the angry lumberjack walking. And then I pulled out a couple outfit options for my shirt. And I was like, well, I haven't worn this one and I haven't worn this one. And then I was like, well, you know, like it's going to be kind of warm. Like I'll just wear my t-shirt, not my quarter sleeve. And it was the angry X t-shirt. And I was just like, happy coincidence. Yeah, that was not planned. I promise. So we were both sporting the the old school angry lumberjack logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, which I I love the that's like just really nostalgic for me. I love the lumberjack. I love that one too. I want that one on like a crew neck. I love that one. Yeah. Um. So there was that. Uh. We're we're on slim pickings here for the. It's it's gonna be the opposite of the prior podcast where we were like scrounging for grievances i'm like i'm like really digging deep for these uh feats of strength but um i will say the first score of the game was nana dunking it yeah it was which i was really happy with um that was good yeah and i do have a few good points on defense um david got an awesome five second call uh just total Mm -hmm. press you that was awesome um gavin had a really nasty block uh, at one point, that was awesome, and Nigel took a really great charge. So we did we did have some good moments on defense. I will say that. Um, and my my last two good points are are both about three point shots. But David made a really great three, um, and Rati had a really clutch three, like towards the end of regulation to keep us in it. Um, that's that's really all the good points that I have. Sorry. <laughs> No, 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 you're good. Okay, so a lot of mine, again, it's hard because we're the game was so long. You're like, oh, there has to be a bunch of good things we did because, of course, we did go to two overtimes. Like, it obviously was a close game. It was a close game. It was back it was. and forth, again, the entire time. It was a great game. It was, it was played. Um, I mean, both teams were so physical. I mean, it was a game that you just, you couldn't not look away because it was so, like, fast-paced. And I love those type of games. I just wish at the end of the day it was on our side, obviously, getting the W. Um, But it wasn't until, of course, towards the end of the game, got into the two overtimes, that things really kind of fell apart for us. I mean, again, like I mentioned, there were multiple opportunities at the end of the game for us to win the game, and it did not happen. (laughs) Anyway. So offensively, again, a lot of these come. Some of these Jacqueline already said because, like I, like she said, it was just kind of hard to find the specifically good stuff. Um, offensively, we got the tip at the beginning of the regulation, at the beginning of the first OT, but did not get it at the beginning of the second OT. Um, another couple offensive notes. Uh, there was a nice backdoor. I don't know if it was the backdoor dunk 
Nana to begin the game or a second backdoor dunk from Nana, but there was a backdoor dunk and that was beautiful. Um, Gavin had a pull up Jay. Rati played a fantastic game. I mean, great, great game. Again, um, he was honestly holding the freaking team together for the moment. I mean, for real. I mean, he was the glue that was keeping the team in the game and actually keeping up and just keeping us rolling with his 24 points, with his 7 out of 13 field goals. I mean, he was 3 for 5 from the three-point line. And he was perfect on his free throws, actually. And let me let me also make a note. There were multiple people picked on free throws. Oh, there were. Rocky was perfect. Gavin was perfect. Calvin was perfect. Calvin! Calvin seven, seven of seven. Out of seven. Seven of seven, Calvin. Uh, and then either wasn't perfect. Nigel was four of five. And Charlie was one out of two. So, I mean, again, no wonder our free throw percentage was so freaking good. Because in the second half of the game, we were 100%, 12 out of 12 with our free throws. That doesn't happen, people. That doesn't happen. Um, so, well, what else here? What else here? Um, go back to my notes. Uh, again, like I said, Rocky had the hell of a game. Uh, Gavin with that double-double. He's had a few this season, but this one was also just fantastic, specifically with that 17 rebound stat. Just, I mean, that's ridiculous. 17 rebounds. I mean, just ridiculous. his rebounds and points were almost even. Correct. Yeah. Um, and also, Dave had had a really good game with rebounds out of nowhere. Uh, it wasn't Calvin. It wasn't, you know, Charlie. It was David with the rebounds. Although, um, uh, Cameron also had four rebounds. But I have more to say about Cameron in a minute here. Um, not necessarily positive. But I digress. Moving on to <laughs> defense. Defense, again, 24 points off of turnovers that we created, which was fantastic. I love when we can create points off of uh, their mistakes, a.k.a. Lamar's mistakes. Gavin, again, Jacqueline mentioned his three blocks and his one that was extremely nasty, like disgustingly savage. Yeah. Could not could not look away. It was like a train wreck in the best type of way. Um, let's see here. Uh, Defense-wise, David, oh, yeah. Jacqueline mentioned that that five-second David had. I mean, he he stood his ground, and he played some really good defense in that moment and caused a turnover there, forced a turnover. Um, he was all over that guy, like what on rice. He was not letting him move a damn inch and got the turnover. I love and a five-second call. I love, love that. Love that. I mean, when you can press someone so hard that they couldn't even, A, pass the ball or move to try and, like, get around you, oh, my God. I love that. Like, all the time. Why can't we do that? All the time. Um, let's see here. Nigel, I guess, yeah, I think Jacqueline mentioned Nigel's charge, but that was a really good charge. It came out a really good time. Um, and that was kind of it defensive-wise. I think I kind of wrote down um, – Again, we kind of all wrote down the same thing on that end. Uh, again, free throw game on point. And then, we, of course, we mentioned, too, that Nigel had a really good game, but specifically in the first half. Second half, he kind of fell off a bit. Not sure what happened there. This wasn't in as much in the second half. And, of course, he really didn't play barely at all in the uh, OTs. Typically, basically, in the OT was just almost the starting five almost the whole time, except for maybe, like, a minute or two. Um which I think also kind of attributed to our downfall there a little bit. So, to, of course, our second portion of this begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. You. You. <laughs> oh, I swear. This is correct. You have some sort of drink with you, maybe a whiskey. If you partake in the brown water, maybe a wine, perhaps, or if you like the seltzers, whichever, whatever your poison is, because we're not going to, again, mince words here. First of all, first of all, I am, I am just flabbergasted as to how 
from the time the tip off to the end of the second OT when we lost the damn game, that at no point during the game did we even think, oh wait, Gavin's getting double teamed, sometimes triple teamed. Maybe don't pass the ball to him in the paint when there are three dudes on his ass. Yeah. Anyone? Bueller? 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 <laughs> are you kidding me? I mean, he, he was getting double teamed, sometimes triple teamed, so hard. So hard. I mean, he couldn't even sometimes even move down there with the ball. I mean, couldn't even go up. And then when he did go up, half the time he wasn't even getting the foul call. Um, when he should have been getting the foul call. I mean, come on. When you got three dudes on you, you mean to tell me not one of them fouls you? Yeah, the chances are pretty high. I mean, come on. Come on. Oh, my God. Again, it's just the pure fact that, okay, when you see when you see he's getting triple teamed, double teamed, multiple, like, the whole game, at some point we got to sit down and be like, okay, maybe we need to change our game plan a little bit because they're obviously triple teaming double team Gaben. They're not going to stop. They're trying to shut him down in the paint. Maybe we should move on. And maybe when, you know, you're getting triple teamed over here, I don't know, there's like two other dudes that are open. Yeah, it's simple, simple math. We're not good at math, but that means somebody's open. I'm not good at math, but I can at least count that. Yeah. Like, Somebody's open on the wing. Somebody's open for a three or a pull-up J. Somebody. 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 Okay? Yeah. Oh, my God. That was infuriating. And it was early, too. It wasn't, again, it wasn't like it started happening in the second half or in the second overtime or whatever. It was literally from the very beginning of the game. Yeah, no, they, they definitely did their, their scouting work, and they were they were double-teaming from the, the, from the jump. You're... You're 100% right. I mean, I'm, I mean, come on. You should, I mean, it is obvious that when you shut down Gavin or shut down our paint scoring, like that we're not going to have a good time. No. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, again, I don't know why other teams haven't caught on to this. I, I, you know, Lamar did. You, shoot, you shut down Gavin in, in the paint. You shut down our paint scoring. We're just, it, it's not going to be a good time. Okay, next one. Shot clock violation within the first two minutes of the game. Two minutes within the first two minutes of the game. What what are we what are we doing? The game barely even started, and we already have a shot clock violation. What are you doing? What were you doing? Also, I don't know how many there were. I think I just wrote down the one, but I know for sure there was at least one five second violation on the inbound. What are we doing? Like, get our heads out of our asses. I mean, I know that that's not the easiest play to, like, you know, uh, I, I can't even think of the word. Execute? Yeah. But, come on. Get together. <clears throat> All right. Uh, another one. Man, we were just losing the ball left and right. I, I felt like we had freaking butterfingers. A lot of times, Calvin, what are you doing, baby? You literally just lost the ball and handed it right to the Lamar guy. He did I mean, literally hand it right to him. Literally just been like, oh, hello, here you go. Here's a ball. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> like, just gave it to him with no strings attached. Nothing. It was just insane. Just absolutely bonkers insane. Can't rebound to save our lives down there in the paint. Just couldn't. It was a very physical game, like I said. Second half of the game, again, couldn't buy a rebound to save our lives down in the paint. Just couldn't. Uh, bad passing into the paint as well, like trying to assist into Gavin. Again, knock it off. Ridiculous. Uh, and then towards the end of the game, they were just taking really, really, really low percentage <clears throat> shots like there was a few that Rati took that were just I mean you weren't even like set. like he was just like desperation kind of just, like chunking the ball you know just shooting just trying to shoot it too um and it, it wasn't even you weren't even like angled correctly I mean it just it was off and I, just, I was like why are you taking such low percentage chance shots at the end of the game when the game is so close so close 
I mean, obviously, they went into overtime. There were backdoors galore, took yes. us to two overtimes, and mother-upping lost. Then the last thing I have to say is, and I know you're going to talk about this too, what the actual hell was going on with Cam. Cam Johnson, one of the best scorers on the team, okay? And me and Jacqueline talked about this in length yesterday after the game. Like, there are some games where he is hot, some games where he is cold. But I was like, I understand that, but the, even the games where he's cold scoring-wise, he's playing with energy, he's playing with fire, he's making defensive stops, he's assisting the ball, he's getting rebounds. He had four points. Yeah, four. He had three assists. He had four rebounds. He was two for eight on field goals, over two on three points, and he shot none. No free throws whatsoever the entire game. That is not a cold night, Cam Johnson. That is a freezing, are you hurt night. Because towards the end of the game, he looked gassed. He looked injured. He looked like he was limping around on that court like a damn dying doe. And why I wasn't pulled from that game in the second overtime, I would love to know. I don't understand this because he looked gassed. He couldn't guard anybody to save his life. He couldn't make any shots to save his life. Why they didn't substitute him for Nigel and not Rati for Nigel, I will never understand. Our best scorer, 24 points, and you're going to take Rati out of the game at the end of the second overtime and put in Nigel instead of taking Cam out, who scored four? Give me, I, I don't, I will never understand that. I would love an explanation. Yeah. I know I won't get it. We need answers. I do need answers. I know I won't get the answers, but I would love answers. Like that, honestly, right there, I was flabbergasted, flabbergasted. Those of you who were not physically at the game, I don't know if you could tell, but he was limping around. He was wincing. He was holding his knees. He even, I think at one point, mouthed over to the bench area, like my knee. I might've been seeing things because I was so infuriated. I don't know, but <laughs> it was pretty obvious that he was not himself. Yeah, it was, it was something. And I'll, I'll roll into to my... Uh grievances on that note because that was one of mine too but it was exactly like Alex said it was like I mean there's a difference between just like a cold night and like something something was wrong I don't know and like she said exactly at the end of the second overtime it was like you could see him like grimacing in pain he was like doing the like holding you know leaning over and like holding your like grabbing your shorts like you're in pain, and then we took Rati out instead of him. And I'm like, yeah, why? Score. Like, he is obviously something is not right. I don't know what was wrong, but my man was in some pain of something. I don't know. And why and, we took and, out the high scorer instead of him, I will never understand. And I don't know if I, I will say before you continue that when they pulled Rati, he was pissed. I don't know if it was because he was pissed because he got pulled or if it because he was the one that got pulled instead of Cam or if something happened on the court that he was pissed about. I don't know. Also, this is, I don't know if this is legitimate or not. It may have been, but at the very end of the second OT, there was an apparent uh, backcourt violation that was not called and everybody in the stands was on absolute like fire screaming that there was a backcourt violation. I might have missed it because my eyes were closed and I was so pissed off. Um, but everybody's like on the other side of us were like screaming backcourt violations. And what would that have helped us in the end of the game? I don't know because again, we were already down by what five points it was. So yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. Um, so it was, yeah, it was just, it was bad. That, that was my, that was one of mine. Uh, and what, yeah, why, I don't know. I don't know. So those, those were like two of mine. They, like we said earlier, they play us hard every single time. I don't, I don't understand it. Like 
They're freaking ten and com- three and ten in conference going into this game, but they're going to play as the best game of their lives. Um, and like we said, it was very back and forth, very tumultuous. Uh, towards the end, literally at one point, I was so fired up that my Apple Watch like was vibrating on me, saying, "It looks like you took a hard fall," and I'm like. <laughs> I wish I did. I wish that I did. Um, <laughs> I wish I did take a hard fall and I hit my head and I was dreaming. Like, no, I'm I'm literally just so up and down and jumping around. And, yeah, it was not good. It was not good at all. Um, so, a few offensive points. Like Alex said, from the start of the game, they were double teaming Gavin hard. Sometimes triple teaming because the, the person on help defense would slide over uh to to pile onto him more and we just continue to try to pass it in why i mean why uh, there's there are other people on our team who can score why are we going to keep try- obviously if they're cutting that off if he can't if he can't find a way to get open or we can't set a screen then don't just continue passing it in there um and whenever he did get it there were a few times where he was just like waiting too long anticipating a foul instead of just shooting i'm like my god there's three people on you just do something with it but don't hold it and wait don't double pump and wait for them triple clutch yeah wait wait for these three dudes to smack it out of your hands and them not call anything uh uh like alex said the the shot clock violation we were not even two minutes into the game yet um just no no awareness there. Um, and Rati did the double pump bullshit one time, too, and got a travel. I just, no double pumping. Yes. yes. No, I just, uh, no. That's a no for me. Hard pass. Um, defense, we, we were not blocking out at all. I mean, there were multiple times where, like, if we if we didn't get the rebound, we weren't even trying. Um, not even not even blocking out. Uh, one time, Gavin fell asleep on, on backside D, and they got a backdoor dunk. Um, and the, the threes were just disrespectful. Like the first half they had four threes. Um, yeah, it was just, it was just not good. It was just not good. It was not, we we're not up to our standards. It was just not good. So my, my, my one word to d- describe the entire game analysis was nauseating. It's a great word. It was just nauseating. That's all I can say. It was pretty nauseating. I agree with you. Um, you know, it was just, again, like I said, I've said this multiple times already. I was like, the fact that at the end of regulation, we easily, and I say easily, could have won the game because there was plenty of time left on the clock. And our best scorer, Rati Ware, had the ball. And all he had to do was an easy layup jumper two it's all he had to do he'd been hitting them all night all night and he botched it the one time it mattered botched it happened again in overtime number one he had the ball plenty of time left game was tied all he had to do was go down the court and hit a two and guess what? Botched it. I, my word was stung. It's stung. It really did. Because I, we beat them by 30 the first time around. I figured, again, it's Lamar. They play as hard every time when we play them at home in, in Beaumont. So I was expecting a fight. We got a fight. But I was not expecting to walk away from that two-overtime game with an L. Me neither. Me neither. I mean, I definitely expected it to be a... I expected it to be a battle, but I, I didn't even think that we, would, right. that we would lose. As it always is in Lamar, again, they're a great team when they play us. You know, again, they could be <laughs> last in the fucking league. Last in the league. With a, with a zero winning winning percentage. Nothing. And then play us play us hard and upset us every freaking time, man. I don't know what it is. There are kryptonite when it comes to stuff like that sometimes, because I just don't fit. I don't get it. I just, I just don't, I don't know. It's, it's just wild. Absolutely wild. I mean, letting, letting little 
Knopper, Copper, whatever the frick his name is, white boy, sophomore, Anderson, hit two long threes from bef- behind the end by the NBA line? What are you at? My mom's laughing at me really hard right now. Mama Tess is like cracking up right now. <laughs> She's judging me because I drank all that wine and now I'm getting all hyped up. She says I talk a lot when I drink a lot of wine. Is that true? I mean, I, I, think, I, I think I think I talk a lot anyway. Yeah. Regardless well, I think, if I drink wine or not. I think that's a normal side effect of wine, though. But you, you, we needed it for this. Yeah, no. Anyway, so it just stung. My word was stung. It just it stung. It stunk. And it 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 didn't need to happen. Is is my thing. I hear, and I'll be honest with you. At the start of the second overtime when we didn't get the tip I didn't say anything but in my head I was like we're gonna lose I I I, I just had a feeling I had a feeling when we didn't get the tip and we all immediately started playing jitty into that second overtime because we still had all the starters in we hadn't subbed anyone out I was like that's it in my head I was like that's it they're they're done they're gassed they're tired Cam looks injured I, I can't they're, 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 they're just not going to come back from this. I just had a feeling. I just had a feeling. And I hate that my feeling was right. <laughs> it stinks. Yeah. Absolute I'm, stinks. I mean, we, we just had a really short bench that day, too, because Nana and Charlie both played less than 10 minutes. Uh, Nigel played 28, and then everyone else played, like, 40 or more almost. Right. David played 37 minutes, Cam 39, Calvin played 40, uh, Gavin played 45, Royalty played 46. So, I mean, uh, the, you know, seven people that we had, six, six people played 30 minutes or more. So, I mean, they were, they were tuckered out. They were tuckered out. And, yeah, I Mom's over here saying that yeah, she could tell that herself. Thanks, mom. I appreciate your well, your your commentary. <laughs> hey, at least they didn't get to be like the Buckeyes. Oh come on, this is another <laughs> podcast about the Buckeyes. Get out of here. Yeah, get get creamed, and they're ranked number four in the country. I understand that they're ranked number four in the country, <laughs> and they got creamed. I do, but this is not a podcast about the Ohio <laughs> State Buckeyes. This is a podcast that make you feel better. It doesn't make me feel better. Yeah, it doesn't. Because help. we should have won that game. The yeah. Buckeyes should have won the game, yeah. but they got their asses whooped. Yeah. We got our asses uh, stung in the slapped in the face in a second overtime. Like, I mean, well, well, nothing. Yeah, well, nothing, Mom. I'm not making excuses yeah, for them. The Absolutely. Can't blame it on the referees the whole time, though. No, you cannot get out of here. Shoot, shoot, fly. Yeah. Don't bother me. <laughs> The, Mom said the announcers sucked. I'm sure they did, but we weren't there to experience them. Then. Yeah, we didn't get to hear them. I will say a lot of people were tweeting and posting about their announcers and saying that they were just horrible. Dad was laughing because they were bad. Well, then that means they're bad. Yeah, here's my thing. Yeah, that's what someone they were there. Jacqueline, I'm telling you, I looked around that entire. I, this is the best. No, they might not have physically been there because I looked around that entire Coliseum we were sitting in, the Montauk Center, and I looked and I didn't see a single area where two people were sitting there talking with microphones. There was where Rob was sitting doing his his play by play analysis. Uh, there was a table where like the media people were sitting with like their, their computers, but no microphones or, or headphones. So I don't know where they were at. Yeah, I don't either. So they may not have been physically in that building. Because some people were saying that they were, uh, that they were even just confused at what was going on on the plays. And I'm just like, how are you confused? Oh, yeah, yeah. Apparently the camera work was bad too. Yeah, so the, I don't know what kind of operation you got going up there, Lamar, but you need to get your shit together. Yeah, they need to they need to get ready to get up to wax standards. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, so obviously not the last time that we'll be playing them because 
I am upset. Uh, not the last time we'll be playing them, just because, again, they're moving to the WAC with us, so we will be going back to Beaumont. Uh, get out of here, Tess. I'm trying to record, and you're talking to me. Shoo. Shoo. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. Mama Tess is all up in my grill, and it's... <laughs> Kill me. Anyway. Anyway, so let's go ahead and start talking about the fun stuff. Like my plates. Because <laughs> rain or shine, even after shitty games, you still want to represent, show your, your lumberjack pride. Yeah, I mean, even, even on the bad days. Even, even on the bad days, even when we stink up the joint in a second OT loss, you still got to wear your lumberjack pride with passion and vigor on your sleeve or on your car. And by Joe, the best way to do that is by getting a my plate. When you buy a five-year personalized my plate from SFA or from my plates, an SFA plate from my plates, SFA Athletics takes in almost $250 from your purchase. Easy and fun way. SFA makes great money on every type of SFA plate, even the one-year background only, which is only $50. Again, <clears throat> if you do choose to do a one-year, three-year, or five-year, you do a five-year, SFA uh, gets nearly $400 when you renew. Uh, it's easy to buy. Go to www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks. You can get up to a $50 rebate. It takes only a few minutes to do it. Um, if it's too expensive, you can't afford it all at once. $500 seems like a little too steep of a price tag for you. Same. I understand. There's a lot of other things I'd pay $500 for. I don't know if I'd buy my plate for it. You're right. You're right. I understand. But you can do what we do and pay it over a five-month period. I'm all about paying things off on five, on increments and month increments. Uh, I don't make the kind of $500 money that I can just blow it on something at one time. I just don't have that kind of cash. I don't have that kind of budget. So paying things off little by little is my jam. So I love it. So you can do a layaway program, pay over five months, boom, get your plates ordered, no extra cost. Bang, boom, bam, bazinga. So again, go to myplates.com slash lumberjacks and order your MyPlates today. <sighs> anyway, let me check and see if we have any fan comments in the last few minutes. Um, since I checked and it's looking like no, but I will say that there were a bunch of comments. And when I say a bunch, I mean a bunch of comments all this whole entire weekend. There were comments about the refs, about accountability. Hopefully that refs will be better in the whack. Sorry to tell you, they're probably gonna be the same people. <laughs> um, <laughs> you might see a new, a few fresh faces, but likelihood it's, it's going to be a yeah. lot of the same. Right. There were here a couple comments about the about the announcers actually right here. I just I just found them. Um, I know Matt Adkins. He said, if any crew ever says I'm too confused for any reason, they shouldn't be doing this. So apparently, and the announcers said that a few times. Uh, Peyton said that his favorite point was where just quite an obvious out of bounds immediately prior when they went to an inbound. The announcers saw someone standing at the top of the key and said, paraphrasing. Uh, foul on the last possession. They're lining up for three throws. Oh, he's throwing the ball in. So obviously not knowing what the hell's going on in the game. Um, one of Matt's favorites was when after a clear foul on the Mar, which was a clear two-shot foul, they accused us of headbutting the Lamar defender. Headbutting. When did that happen? <laughs> I, I, what? Yeah. And at one point... I missed there, whatever that was. I could have sworn there was a technical foul on somebody, too. Yeah. Wasn't there a tech, tech foul on yeah. the Lamar guy? Yeah. Uh, Case and Harrison. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know what still, it Still never know what it was for. Yeah. Don't know what happened there. No. Not at all. Um, Duke Barrier said that we lost to the to the worst coach in Division One. So there's a, there's a, there's a hot take for you. Uh, Alton Fraley wanted to know what happened. Gracious and mercy. Alton. 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 
Because Brian's, Brian's going to give you crap for saying Alton instead of Alton. I say that on purpose to, get, to, to piss him off. I know. Um, <laughs> oh, we did see a fan there. We did see one of our fans there. Uh, on Twitter, he goes by uh, Jack. It's NFL, at NFLQ21A. Uh, he was there with his son, and he waved to us from across. He messaged us and waved us across the court. And he did comment and respond to us, and it was the cutest little thing he said. He said, speaking of, it was super cool waving to y'all. You're like lumberjack royalty. I'm honored Aww. to have gotten the goddess's glance. Keep rocking, ladies. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sweet. I'm like, that's high praise. I wouldn't, I mean, he called us goddesses. Yeah. Thank you very much. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take the compliment. It was so good seeing you across the court. Um, and hopefully one day we'll get to meet you physically in person. Um, John Treadway did say that that was an absolute obvious backcourt violation. Good Lord. Um, and one last note was, I will say Lamar had those. I'm surprised you didn't mention this. Jack. Oh, the lights, the lights. Tell them about the lights. Yeah. So they had, which first of all, just if y'all don't know, like, they they had these, you know, when they dim the lights to announce the starting five, and they had these red lights, but, like, it would be very cool if we had purple lights that did that before a game, but the red, it literally, like, I have very bad migraines, and I was like, I can just feel this is going to trigger a migraine, so I was, like, trying to cover my eyes until the horrible red lights were gone, but, um... Because it was very intense and triggering. But if we had some purple lights, that would be super cool. Uh, agreed. And the best part about that whole conversation was whenever we had tweeted saying, we took a, I took a picture of the red lights and put it on Instagram, or not Instagram, Twitter. Um, let me see where the conversation went. Uh, Marla said that it gave her anxiety and it, really does give people anxiety and it makes your eyes hurt uh but caleb said how many more purple lights do you want on campus and chris booth says the correct answer is all of them and then yes and then of course president gordon said there's never enough purple lights never enough <laughs> never, never enough. enough purple lights i thought that was a great little uh conversation there um anyway so that that kind of sums up that night on social media. It was just a uh, all around, all around craziness. I just can't, I can't get over the fact that we lost that game. Anyway, got to get over it. Got to move on. What do we have yeah. coming up, girlfriend? So like, like we said, if you, if you listen to the prior episode, but I'm going to re- recap it again in case you listen to this one. We have only three games left uh, tomorrow, Monday, March 1st at 3 p.m. We play UCA uh, on the road, so try to tune in and watch that. Hopefully their, their feed works and we can watch it without incident, and hopefully they don't move it up to 1 p.m. like they did the last 3 p.m. game. Um, or I'm really going to lose it. However, I have... Uh, I have my lunch ready for tomorrow, so I, I won't be, like, conducting a cooking show at the same time as watching the game, <laughs> trying to prepare myself Please. food. Because um, if y'all know me, you know that I do get hangry, and I was definitely hangry by the time that game was over, because we've been, sit- we've been sitting there for, like, six hours. I'm like, God, I haven't eaten in eight hours, like, because there was no acceptable food there to be had. Um, no. I mean, they had food, don't get me wrong, but... I mean, I, it was I, nothing I, I was going to eat. No, I mean, Put it that maybe way. the only thing that would have been worth eating might have been like whatever sausage links they had. But even then, I wasn't about to go stand in that line because I tried to remember I left to go get yeah. um, like Skittles or something to munch on just to like have something. And the line was like outrageous. I was like, no, it's not. It's the Lord telling me I did not need the Skittles. So yeah. I just went back and sat back down. Yeah. So yeah I, I, so it was just we just suffered and waited till we got back yeah. on the road um, um but yeah so we have that then uh wednesday night our last home game uh versus acu big big game everyone please come out it'll be senior night huge. too so we need to support 
support all of our seniors. Um, so come out Wednesday night to watch that. And then Saturday is the last last regular season matchup. We have the doubleheader at Sam Houston. I, I think the ladies play at two and the guys play at five. So, you know, not a, not a long drive. Um, if they still have tickets left, you should grab up some tickets and head that way. Uh, of course, last year we had our little fan bus situation with the Alumni Association, which um, we haven't gotten to do any this year because of COVID, I'm sure. But it's not a long drive, and we're going. So, you know, we have extra seats if, if somebody wants to jump on board with the, with the goddesses. With the, party, <laughs> with the goddess party train. Yeah. Um, we'll be taking applications for the available seats we have. Please submit your application with wine or cheese or both. And you, you got to be ready for like uh, either a 90s jam. I mean, listen, we play all kinds of tunes. Like really the only thing that we don't listen to is country. And that's because of me because I don't like country music. But um, Correct. we do a little bit of everything. You know, we, ha we have some 90s jams. We have some early 2000s uh, rap and hip hop jams. Yeah. If just we do let me, I would love to do like, um, to turn on my, my sixties and seventies playlists. Uh, yeah. I, I love um, some good classic rock. I love some Motown. Okay, I mean, good. we get, we get okay, a little good. bit of everything um, going. So jump yeah, on board. And, and every once in a while, a country song will make it on there because I just try and sneak them on there. And sometimes if I'm lucky, they're actually a country song yeah. Jacqueline listens to, so she'll let me play it. I did allow, I did allow one <laughs> on the way back, so that was, that was a novelty. She did. It was Randy Rogers' Kiss Me in the Dark, and I was very shocked that it was that specific song. So, I mean, sometimes I'm an enigma. You never know. Hey, get, you're like a box of chocolates. <laughs> I never know what I'm going to get with you. <laughs> but do be warned, we, we do love to sing along not the best singing voices. Sorry, not oh, sorry. Like I, like I told Joey on the way, I said, listen, we, we do like to sing. It might not be the best, um, but it's, it's kind of like, I, I feel like I'm kind of like Elaine is on Seinfeld about dancing when she's like, you know, they discover what a horrible dancer she is. And she's like, but I really enjoy it. And Jerry's like, and that's not helping. No. I mean, we enjoy it. It doesn't help, but we do enjoy it. No. And bless his little heart, he said, set it in tune. He just, he, bless his little heart, he's always, like, saying all these really sweet, like, compliments. Like, anytime we rag on ourselves, he's like, I saw nothing wrong with that. And I'm like, Joey, you know exactly what to say to, like, to, like, really just kind of kick up our, our self-esteem just enough. Like, yeah. thanks so much for being that friend. We appreciate it. But anyway, so yes, I echo everything Chocolate said. Please, 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 if you can come to the last home game on Wednesday, I urge you, I implore you, I beg you to come out. It is the last home game. Uh, it may be the last home game for some of these seniors and players on our team because, again, we don't know what they're going to do. They get an extra year of eligibility, but we have no idea what they're going to decide to do. Um, so it could be the very last time you can see them play at the sawmill um and if anything just come out for a really good game come out and support the lumberjacks whether or not we win or not hopefully we do we have to win out we have to win tomorrow night we have to win wednesday we have to win saturday like these are do or die situations if we want to end the season with the southland conference regular season title like, we have to have to and on a non um basketball-related note at the games, you don't have to go fight a line at the concession stand. You can order even your alcoholic beverage and have it delivered straight to your seat. Correct, correct. I will give one last final shout-out. did see one of my friends yes. from college, James. Uh, Jim Beeksy came to the game to watch one of his students. Uh, he's actually a manager on the Lamar's men's team so he came from houston to come watch him and so i saw him there and he came and sat behind us and it was really nice to see him it's funny because james and i uh had actually like maybe i don't even know how long it was it was maybe like three four five years ago maybe um drove down to a game at beaumont around this time 
that many years ago together. Like I, I, when I was living in Houston or in the woodlands, I drove down to Houston, picked him up and drove all the way to Beaumont and back um, so that we could watch Lumberjacks play. And so, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice seeing him as, again as well. So, hey, names, if you're listening, give you a quick shout out. Um, but anyway, so, man, guys, no matter how the easy season ends, we are just thrilled that we'll be going on to the WAC next season, and we cannot wait for WAC Vegas. So tired of the Southland Conference, just in every single aspect of the of of them. It's just I'm over them. So we're excited, we're ready, and we are ready to finish out the season strong. So hopefully we'll see you there on Wednesday. If you're coming to Sam Houston, we'll see you there as well. And always remember to ask some jacks. Without some jacks. <laughs>